This episode is brought to you by patreon.com slash SBFVGS. Welcome to Super Best Friends Video Game Sleepover, episode 158. You're listening to the number one video game podcast on the internet that features my best friends. I'm one of your hosts, Adam Redding. Joining me is Mike, the platinum procreator, Lopez. Oh, I mean, just generating yes. them platinums. Is it like <laughs> is it like a zookeeper or like you know like the? I was like, I did it one time. <laughs> Wait, what? he's a father. That oh. counts. Oh, I see. Okay, we're going that route. Okay, gotcha. And that other voice you're hearing is David Birthday Boy Tate. Oh my goodness, I am turning, I'm turning 40 years old in like 42 minutes. So I don't know. I'm live on the show, yeah, baby. I don't know live if we're gonna. On the show. <laughs> I don't know if we're gonna make a big deal out of it or not. But uh, oh, it's, it's gonna be big. Oh gosh, it's gonna be a deal. Okay, well. And also joining us this episode for our sixth year anniversary episode. Very super special guest friend, Mr. Nick, five-timers club, Sutner. Yes, I did it. Yes. <laughs> Your life's mission. <laughs> I have a few goals in life, but I just, I just checked off one of them. Thank you, gentlemen, for having me back. Yeah, you know, you know dream attainably, kids. Mm-hmm. <laughs> dream attainably. Oh, no. <laughs> Terrible advice. <laughs> Thanks for being here, Nick. We really, we always have a great time when you're on. Yeah, so. yeah I was enjoying uh, being here. Appreciate you coming special back. day. Special special, special day. Uh, And Adam, thank you so much for that intro. Adam cannot speak when doing other things ready. (laughs) (laughs) Cannot walk and chew gum. Yeah, if if you if you don't know Adam, if he's in the middle of doing something and you tell him or talk to him or ask him a question, (laughs) he will just he will not respond. He just won't Mm. respond until he's done with whatever he's doing. And it's it's hilarious and it's it's been that way (laughs) since high school, so uh, never change. Oh, man. Yeah. And of course, if you don't know Nick by now, if you don't know Nick by now, <laughs> what? Um, he is ex PlayStation, mm-hmm. ex Oculus, and has written very wonderful games such as Celeste, Guacamelee 2, uh, and many, many others, um, including the soon to be released Carto. Thank you. Yes. Oh. Talk about October yeah. 27th on all of your local platforms. Oh, yeah, it's nice. exciting. That game just looks like a delight. I, you know, I haven't, I haven't gotten to play it or anything yet, but you know, it's, uh, it, it looks delightful. Thank you. Yeah, it's, I like, I like this whole movement of wholesome games uh, and cozy games, and I'm, I'm happy to be part of it. Uh, it was fun to just write something nice. that was like, I just want this to be funny and charming, um, with like a few nice moments, and uh, yeah, it's a good. Uh, but it was, you know, I already had that vibe when I came in. Um, so yeah, I had a good time with it. Um, yeah, thank you. Cool. Yeah, and then also, uh, what is it? The uh, Jet, the Far Shore. You've uh, you've been working away at that for a little bit, yes. right? Um, yeah. Oh, so that yeah. that I've, I've been done for a little bit, um, and uh, I believe the game. Well, actually, I don't I don't know the latest release timing, but um, but yeah, I was I was sort of in the writers' room on that for a stretch, uh, helping sort of carve out some of the characters and um, Craig Super Brothers Adams, who did uh, Sword and Sorcery EP years ago, uh, is just oh, a wow. brilliant guy and a wonderful friend and um 
yeah, I think the you know the writing and everything was like so charming and great in Sword and Sorcery, uh, but this is like a much bigger scope of game, um, and uh, so he just brought brought on uh, an amazing team, um, and I was very lucky to be a part of it, and it was really fun just jamming. That was actually early on in quarantine days too. That was like part of my routine. Oh, it's just nice. Waking up a few days a week and jamming on it in the writers' room with everyone, and that was super fun. Um, <laughs> writing like a big weird sci-fi thing uh, was a yeah, really good time. Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. So yes, thanks again for making your triumphant return. Yeah. Um, and of course, the Super Best Friends video game sleepover podcast comes to you every fortnight with each of us coming to the table to discuss one burning topic from the world of gaming. And uh, but first, of course, gentlemen. Yes. Yes. What are you playing at? What well, are you playing at? Well, yeah. Well, now that Nick's in the Five Timers Club, I think we should just have him. Go ahead and lead with what what have you been playing at? You always have like a list of like oh a ga- like uh, games I've never heard before, and I I, I write yeah. them down every time <laughs> and check them out. So well, that's no, no good pressure. to hear. Although although you will have heard of this game, and it's okay. basically all mostly what I've been playing is Blinky Two. Oh, uh, oh yeah, never heard of this, which is uh, <laughs> a big part of my life. Um, yeah, and I had uh, a, a Splunky branded podcast for a long time, which we recently rebranded uh, to be called Eggplant: The Secret Lives of Games, which is a design show, but still very <laughs> oh, nice. Splunky influenced. Um, and as I hold a little eggplant plush, which is a big part of the Splunky oh. mythos, uh, which is why it's called Eggplant. Oh. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Splunky Two is an incredible thing. I don't know if you guys have uh, had a chance to play it yet. Um, I have not, not yet, yet, but soon this this not. week uh, I'm going to buy it for myself for my birthday. So it's, I will be. Yeah, it's hard for me to really have perspective on it uh, from someone who hasn't played like thousands of hours of Splunky HD. Um, <laughs> and if anything, the first world of the game is quite a bit harder than the last game. Um, oh, so wow. there, it has a super interesting difficulty curve that is really like unique in games. Like it front loads a ton of the challenge, and it's like if you get out of the first world, things get easier, but in interesting ways. Um, um, and it just, uh, I mean, it's, we've talked a bunch about the game over on that podcast I mentioned, but I haven't really expressed this, the sentiment, which I think is an important takeaway from it. Um, which is like the things that it does and the feelings it manages to capture, um, uh, as a sequel are really amazing and singular in that the magic of Splunky, uh, is uh, is in the discovery and not just getting good at the game, mm-hmm. but learning about the world, just like Dark Souls is the classic comparison and Dark Souls mm-hmm. is the comparison to everything else. But, you know, it's not just about getting better <laughs> at the game mechanically. It's about learning how the world fits together and the different yeah. elements of that ecosystem, uh, you know, interact with each other. Um, and each death is like a lesson. Uh, and that was always the case with Splunky. And there's so many different layers of mystery within that. And the fact that Splunky 2, while on the surface, you're like, oh, hey, it's more Splunky. It's some new levels. It's some remix levels. It's new versions of the enemies, whatever. It feels that way for the first, like, 10 minutes. Um, or, yeah. or maybe longer if you haven't played it. But uh, the fact that it manages to recapture that sense of mystery and discovery and being terrible all over again and being scared all over again, <laughs> like, is really incredible. And uh, Derek, you is just such an amazing designer and has such confidence. And he's talked a lot about how he approached this game uh, in that he... He didn't like take Splunky HD and and sort of took the tuning and the specifics of it and tried to like use that as a baseline. He pretty much started from scratch and said, "Well, how should this feel? How should the jumps feel? How should the whip feel? How many 
hit points should this enemy have? Like, so to create a sequel to a best-selling game, like from scratch, instead of starting with like the literal template of the first game, is kind of crazy. But uh, he yeah. pulled it off in an amazing <laughs> way, and um, so I'm. It's hard to play anything else. I finally beat the game, which is like that's just kind of the beginning. Like you're like, oh great, I beat yeah, it. Okay. Now that that's out the way there's that now i can start on all the weird secret paths it's really like super mario world <laughs> uh where it's like there's so many different routes through it um oh, so i've cool. really been yeah this this really i think the comparison is like splunky 2 is to splunky hd as super mario world is to like super mario 3 or maybe even super original super mario brothers like it's oh, so wow. it's a really subversive take on the splunky formula especially if you're familiar at all with splunky hd so that's all really cool um and none of that i think again would come across in maybe the first like hour of playing it before you make much progress but it just starts to un un you know unfold these layers that are really amazing um mm -hmm. so mostly that uh, I'm also <laughs> very deep into Ghost of Tsushima. I don't know how oh, much yeah. you guys have talked about it on the show. Not, oh, yeah, we, not in a little we bit. About here, it huh? quite a bit. Um, yeah, Mike and I have both platinumed it. Oh, really? Nice. Right? Okay. Well, you guys have, yeah. You guys are, <laughs> we, we played it quite a bit. You're even and deeper then in, yeah. But, but, uh, David, we're trying to con him into playing it once it's playable at 60 frames per second, maybe oh, on PS5. Same. Okay. Because he loves those frames. He I, loves, do he love, I do love I, yeah. some frames per second. Um, I, I, I think it's... Yeah. Do we need Sorry, to do push-ups, guys? So there's this whole thing. If you're if you're new to the show, I'm, uh, when I talk about frames per second, everyone has to do yeah. push-ups. So not not us, but the <laughs> listeners. So yeah, you're welcome, listeners. I'm I'm really yeah. curious because it's it's I think a really fun jump to go from Spelunky two to Ghost of Tsushima. Um, what are your impressions of that game? What do you think? I yeah. mean, I love it. I mean, so uh, a friend who's been staying with me uh, on and off, like whenever he's in town, we play it together and we both, we met in film school mm -hmm. and are big mm -hmm. Kurosawa fans. And like, uh, so just going into it, like have all the context to love something like that. Um, and yeah. I'm also a little biased because I'm friends with uh, Jason Connell, who's the co-creative director and the art lead on the game. Mm -hmm. And he's been sort of like, I, I've just been like hyped for him for years and sure. chatting to him about it when I see him and like... <laughs> um, but I, I think it's just, and, and I'm also a big Infamous fan, but I think actually, too, I'm also just really impressed. I, I, I don't know if I can think of another example where a team like that who is sort of so used to, well, actually, I guess Horizon Zero Dawn is maybe another one. I was going to say yeah. a team that's made a couple of big games in a franchise and then shift gears completely mm -hmm. um, and then mm -hmm. make something like equally stunning. And Ghost, especially right out the gate, I think is just like feels, uh, well, actually, I was going to ask you guys about the, the third act I have a little some issues with, but up until now, it's felt just like incredibly polished mm -hmm. um, and just an amazing open world that doesn't feel like it's wasting your time. All the little side challenges to do there, like writing haikus and following foxes and stuff, always all just feels like wonderful and comforting and then the combat is <laughs> is awesome and badass every time um so yeah i yeah, know i'm loving it spent a lot of time in the photo mode too which i saw next week they're also releasing an update to add a new game plus and a bunch of other stuff mm -hmm. uh and also yeah, more photo have, mode what stuff, is it which uh, is exciting. what is it two player two player story mode and, and like the, a four player co-op yeah yeah whoa that sounds yeah. cool it's been so wild so, i can't wait yeah that, but yeah, yeah Mike and I are going to be Mike and I are going to be samurai bros here definitely. any minute. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to ask you guys good. though when since you did platinum it. Mm -hmm. I feel like once we got to the third act, uh, which it's not. I mean, I'm not. I'm not going to spoil anything. I'll just say sure. it's like the snowy area. Like there's snow in the game. Mm -hmm. um, I feel like there's a like things just got a little like it feels like they didn't have as much time maybe on that final act, and it feels a bit long in the two. Things feel a little. I don't know. A little like the systems start to like. 
fall apart in some ways a little bit and the difficulty sort of all over the place. And I, I just don't know if you guys had that feeling at all when you were that no, deep I, into the game. I, I think that's a yeah. really fair assessment. Um, it, the third act is still really good, uh, but I, I would agree. It doesn't feel quite as fleshed out in certain parts as the first two acts did. The first two acts are like jam packed with so much content. It's like story, 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 story. Mm-hmm. And then act three is a little more spaced out. Um, you have to travel kind of longer distances to kind of get to those beats. And so it feels that you way gotta too. like stay warm. And I was like, that's not interesting. No one wants that in the game. <laughs> this is my least favorite. <laughs> yeah. Tell that to Breath of the Wild. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, I, I will. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, it, it, I did personally. And, and that difficulty thing. Yeah, I know that difficulty thing is, is a really good point too, right? Cause that game nails the combat so so amazingly well like it gives you Mm -hmm. all these stances and reasons to use them all there's no lock-on system so everything feels like supernatural and so you get to a point where like you're you're pretty good at the regular enemies just taking them completely down and then they'll just be like a random guy like uh especially when you when you're doing the uh what is it the um the standoffs standoffs, thank you Mm -hmm. uh in that third act there's some of those guys like impossible to do the standoffs they're so 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 fast yeah but also the only time i i actually managed to get the third act standoff and like and take them out Mm -hmm. was the time that i got like the trophy where you get you get the maximum number yeah so Mm -hmm. it was like i i managed to i did it like twice but i managed to get it and i like I jumped literally in my seat when he moved because like, I was so on edge trying to get the timing and I got it, but like, nice. Oh, it was so hard. I, so, yeah, yeah. I, also I just almost love... considered going back to a previous Island just to get that trophy. Yeah. yeah. I I love the spectrum of combat too, where you can be a super like stealthy samurai and use all the tools mm-hmm. and sneak around or in combat. And, and you do end up using everything in the game, I think, which is great. And, and very few games I think yeah. actually do that in, or mm-hmm. sometimes I just like walk into a town and I'm like, all right, fight me. Not even in the standoffs, yeah. but just like bring it on. And <laughs> yeah. I try to yeah. just fight guys like pure sword play mm-hmm. and do the parries yeah. and everything, which feel awesome too. So, uh, yeah, I'm loving that. Yeah. Um, I think I think that was one of the coolest things to me about the way they structured the game was and I'm not going to get into spoilers, but like, you know, the journey that you take as like this kind of like strict, honorable samurai to being like more of this stealthy ninja assassin type character. Right. Um, Mm -hmm. They've been talking about that in the trailers forever. But like the that journey is really very mirrored in like the way you play and like in the in the early sections of the game it's it's very much like walk into a camp and like i'm here let's do this and then yeah, like yeah. you fight them all and then like pretty soon it gets too hard to do that and you can't you'll you'll if you just march into a camp you'll get destroyed and so you start learning okay well, i could pick off at least like six dudes on the outskirts yep, and yep. then i can go in and if it if it hits the fan after that then so be it you know it'll be yeah. it'll be awesome either way but, so the, and one other game I'll mention real quickly too for for David, one he hasn't heard oh, of, I'm, okay. I'm assuming, uh, mm-hmm. is a game on Steam called The Good Time Garden. Uh, I have not which heard is of it. Free, and okay. you guys okay. should all play through it. At probably like twenty twenty five minutes long. Um, okay. And it will uh, titillate you in ways you perhaps have not been titillated before <laughs> oh, no. by a game. Um, the Good Time Garden. And it is, yep, and it is uh, wonderful and provocative and uh, exactly my speed. So that's my recommendation to you. That's, that's awesome. awesome. That's in oh my catalog yeah. right now so I don't and forget. And absolutely. Make sure that you have, like, uh, the sound is up loud when you play that game. Okay. I'll, I'll put my nice headphones on. The effects are nice. delicious. 
Nice. Okay, I'm very excited. Thank <laughs> you. Thank skills. you for coming through with that recommendation. Uh, and so now I will go ahead and talk about what I've been playing. Yeah. So my list Old is a little shorter. Tate. Yeah, my, my list is a little shorter this week. Um, I have cut out VR chat from my life completely. There was there was so, so much. I talked about it a little bit last night. There's just drama. When people get on VR chat <laughs> together, there is the weirdest like high school level drama I've ever seen in my life. And I was just like, oh you know gosh. what? This is not good for me. I'm not sleeping as well as I used to. And these are just strangers on the internet. Why do I care? So I just no more VR chat for me. Oh my <laughs> it's gosh. bizarre. That seems healthy. But, yeah, 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 yeah. It's that, that so choice, weird. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so no more VR chat. But I have been playing Among Us. Um, mm, which, oh yes, me too. Oh, uh, it's so good. I so last night specifically, um, I played Among Us with a bunch of people in our Discord server. We got we had Lars now was there. Um, we had Ronan Kai was there. Um, but bunch of people, bunch of people, and um. We it was it's so much fun with yeah. people that you know. It's like what is this game? I've seen it mentioned by name a bunch of times, so but I have no here's idea. The what crazy it is. thing. So it, it's very much like uh, like werewolf yeah. or mafia. Yeah, it, it yeah. has that dynamic where there's a group of people and one of them is like the turncoat or whatever. Social Some, deduction. Like somebody is yes. secret Hitler. And so, yeah, 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 there's yeah. Some, so, but the crazy thing about this game is it came out on mobile in 2018. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and then it quietly sat, you know, like with like kind of a smaller number of players, and then they added online, which you know was pro- I'm sure gave them quite a boost, mm-hmm. and then uh, brought it to Steam, and then I I think it was a I can't remember the name of the streamer, but some some streamer with a decent audience played it one day and then a mm. bunch of streamers started playing it ah. and then all of a sudden it's the biggest game in the world wow. yeah it's insane <laughs> it's huge but yeah and, and what a they, crazy turn they, of events for that they had team just announced a sequel uh yes. like right before it caught on again uh <laughs> and they were like you know what okay we're canceling the sequel we're just gonna focus on making this game better now since everyone's playing this so uh so which cool. is a really cool idea i think yeah. that's great like they instead of trying to like like I, I don't I feel like it's the right decision to not make a sequel right now, but to continue to improve the, the game that everyone's buying right now. So, yeah, uh, well, it's, like it's, good it's faith, free on mobile. You know? It's yeah. free on mobile. Five bucks on Steam. It's so, it's so like, cheap. What, uh, what have you got to lose? Yeah. So we just so, do that yeah, with I all ha- games. Just cancel all sequels and just keep working on like make it better. <laughs> I, make them I all love good. that personally. I don't need sequels. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But so so Among Us, very fun. I'll probably be playing a little bit more of that. Uh, maybe I'll do a stream one of these days. Uh, the reason I haven't streamed it is because um someone can cheat then and look at my screen and see that I'm yeah. in or whatever. So that's the reason I, so we're just playing it on discord together. Um, so join our discord at bit.ly slash SBFVGS discord. Look for the notifications on when we'll, when we're playing next and, uh, maybe you can get Indeed. in on that. Uh, Indeed. so among us, um, um, I've been playing a little bit of the Mario 3d all stars, but not, not enough really to, to write home about. I'm trying to think there's something else that I've been Star playing. Wars. Oh yeah, Star Wars Squadron. Yeah. Yes. I've been playing it in VR. Uh man, that's a fun game. I it really makes me so want a tempted. new GPU though. I want a new GPU. I was so tempted to pick that one up because I have $25 of PSN credit just burning a hole in my pocket. <laughs> oh. And that game's only 40 bucks, you I know. know? Mm-hmm. But uh, that's just Blanky too, money. Yeah, that's actually it's true. <laughs> you know what? That's not a bad idea, but I was actually going to try to save it for um for cyberpunk but mm. ah gotcha so star wars yeah. squadrons it's just 
it's just Star Wars dogfighting, and and I love Star Wars, and I and I have been like jonesing for a dogfighting game mm-hmm. um, forever, and so this is like a really nice. I, now, is it the best game I've ever played? I don't think so. Yes. No, I don't think so. <laughs> yeah. Is it the bar? Is it the barfiest game you've ever played? No, I I have no? not okay. felt sick at all. Yeah. Nice. Um, I Are you I playing have an played. Oculus? I have played VR chat has made me motion sick, but this game has not made me motion sick. So it's doing something right. I don't know what it is, but um, I I think so. I don't know. I think some of I it think is it's like because when, you're seated, right? Like, yeah, you're seated. You're not moving around. And like when I'm like turning, I'm like usually turning my head around to to like lead my turning. And that that's like a like a ballet dancers when they do their spins, they like keep their head in the mm. same spot to keep themselves from getting dizzy. Um, I'm kind of doing that instinctively when I like turn my ship around and stuff too um, it's magical yeah it is it's magical and and it, it's there's really also fun. things like in vr flight games where you have to like put blinders on the players that helps a lot because if you have your peripheral vision that can make you sick so there's lots of other little oh. visual tricks yeah, like that i'm, I'm sure imagining they're doing some of yeah. noticing as well uh there's like all kinds of safety settings too so um cool. so yeah like i, I have not me- felt motion sick yet at all and i've played yeah, i think the motion sickness usually comes in though when you're like your f- character is physically moving rather than being if you're seated or in standing in one place in a vr game you usually don't largely that is true however being seated in flight games doesn't i mean it helps but you can still get very very sick in flight yeah (laughs) i got sick doing a racing game on psvr once um i can't remember which one it was but i like it's the most motion sick i've ever been in my life i imagine yeah, yeah yeah and i i like i played it for like uh, like two minutes and like by the end of the second minute i was like very hot and sweaty but also <laughs> cold know. and also like i just was like nope i'm out i'm out and uh <laughs> uh but yeah so far none of that with uh uh star wars squadrons but it nice. makes me wish i could get a new gpu mm. because my mm. oculus is doing the thing where it's like capping it at 40 frames per second and then motion smoothing oh, it unacceptable um, disgusting yeah and you in those frames no, well, well, because because the <laughs> Oculus is requiring it's it's fair, but the Oculus requires you to have 80 frames per second all the time. But if your GPU can't do that, then it literally cuts it in half and does this really gross looking motion smoothing. Um, mm-hmm. And Great. like that just hurt. It just hurts my heart. So are you getting a, uh, a quest two? I mm, so I would love to get a quest two, but I hate Facebook. Um, so (laughs) I don't know. I'm, I've been like toying with deleting my Facebook lately and I haven't done it yet. You know what you should do? Everyone out there should go watch the social dilemma on Netflix. Oh, (laughs) then you will probably do exactly what I did right after and go deactivate your Facebook. Wow. (laughs) I might do it. I mean, it it just confirmed a lot of stuff that I knew for a long time deep down, Mm -hmm. you know, but like, I was just like, you know. This is not good. Yeah. <laughs> so it looks like really great hardware, but I just don't want to be locked into having Facebook. Uh, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm going to just TBD on that. I don't think yeah. so. But uh, uh, also, I just wanted to say we have some chat messages really quick because it's our sixth anniversary episode. And Ooh. like, you know, Silk Seven says he's been listening to every episode. No Man's first episode was our one year anniversary. Uh, wow. Lars oh, yeah. now. Is, is thinking this would be the perfect opportunity for me to, uh, to <laughs> this would be the perfect launch pad for my 40 ounce gamer bathwater line. Yeah. And he has a name <laughs> for it, uh, which is, uh, uh, what did he call it? Um, oh, he has a name. Oh, hi, hi Tate yourself. Cause my last name is Tate. 
So hydrate oh instead of hydrate. So I get it. It's pretty catchy. But I, I think there's a ghost behind you, David. No, it's it's my <laughs> so. All right. So a bunch of things happened right when we started recording. First of all, the wind <laughs> in New York City picked up ridiculously. Secondly, I believe the police uh, uh, department that's two blocks away from me is currently being protested at right now. So I'm hearing sirens galore and, and, and helicopters. So I apologize oh, if, wow. if this is the noisiest track you've ever had for me. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm pretty sure that no, just the no, ghost of the your AI. 30 is like flying away. <laughs> <laughs> The ghost of David's house. My thirties. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Oh man. In, in like and twenty minutes, worry, you're gonna y'all. have to bust it. Oh yeah. <laughs> my my secret AI uh, filtering will take care of any background noise. Don't you oh, worry, okay, David. Good. Yeah, don't I'm getting like worry. alerts. I don't know if you guys have heard the Citizen app, but there are people being injured two blocks away from me right now at this yeah. protest. So that's cool. Uh, anyway, uh, I'm fine, and that's what I've been playing. <laughs> Did you report How the ghost you, in Citizen? Reported <laughs> 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 the ghost, yes. ghost. <laughs> You're like, local oh, podcast man. is haunted. <laughs> That's amazing. Okay. Uh, That's I, uh, Mike, what are you playing? I, I was working a lot uh, the last couple weeks. Mm. Um, so the only mm-hmm. game I really made any time for was Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2, which, again, I can't say enough nice things about that game and how fun it is to play again. Oh, yeah. Um, I think I'm the only one I know who's playing it, unfortunately, but um, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's super, it's super fun just to get back into like an old, like arcadey kind of like score chasing game that I haven't played in a really long time. Um, yeah, I, I definitely want to get back into that one. Super duper fun. I, I, I like it a lot. I'm, I'm like really, I'm really close to getting the platinum on that one. Uh, but there's, there's these hard challenges you have to do, which usually involve like having to, uh, to hit certain gaps, what the game will consider gaps in the game. Sometimes it's grinding a certain rail or, or a series of rails um, or jumping over something. And uh, having to do that in a single trick and these hard challenges usually involve basically having to do a single trick that covers most of the entire map uh, for each mm-hmm. stage. So they're they're really, really hard to do. And so you, I'm, I'm stuck. So you have to do like a grindy thingy. You definitely have to do a grinding a, thingy, and sometimes girls are watching. And then another, and then do a thingy <laughs> off of that. Yeah. Um, oh, that's Scott Pilgrim. It. That's Scott Pilgrim. Yes. <laughs> we went and saw that together back when nice. it came out. Yeah. That was like the yeah. last time I saw you guys in person, I think. We still, we still talk about no. that all the time because um, here's, here's another fun departure. I'm not playing either games, but a real quick <laughs> mention about us going to see Scott Pilgrim at the Egyptian. This is how long ago that was. We oh. were sitting, We were sitting pretty much in the back. Not like the very yeah. back row, but we were sitting pretty far in the back. Um, and it was like a screening of Scott Pilgrim and, and at the front is being presented by like Guillermo del Toro and like mm-hmm. uh, a bunch of the actors were all there. Um, Edgar Wright. Edgar Wright. Edgar Wright was Michael there. Sarah. Chris, Michael wasn't Sarah. Wasn't Chris Evans there? Well, so Mary yeah. Elizabeth Winston was there and then Chris Evans was not in the panel with everybody else. He was standing in the back of the theater like where we were sitting just like to be there and hang out because nobody knew who the heck Chris Evans was. There was no point in him being at the panel. Nice. <laughs> and now he's like the hugest star ever it's it's, it's really crazy, crazy. if you guys uh are into that film um you should watch the when i was 10 or 15 year anniversary whatever just passed uh they did like a, a zoom chat with all of the whole cast and i did oh, right i did i watched it, it was, yeah oh it was yeah. Really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was really fun oh, oh that was no. a reading sorry that was that's what it was yeah yeah, yeah, they they did a reading. Reading. yeah. 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 It was yeah. so good. It's <laughs> awesome. All Edgar Wright movies, they're, they're all good. Go watch them all. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, he's incredible. And I guess he, I think he has a new one in the can that I'm imagining is just like waiting on, you know, theaters to come back online. Yep. 
Yeah. Fingers crossed. <laughs> Adam, what do you Yes, playing? indeed. So I've been playing a whole lot of Logic Pro X. Mm. <laughs> not, not a lot of video games, but I've been, I've been working on a lot of music uh, for a couple projects. So that is, that's been really fun. Yeah. But then, yeah, also Among Us, um, you mm. know, when, when I'm not doing that. So Adam, what are you doing Friday not, night? You should play it with us. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be fun. Friday, Friday, Friday. Yeah, I don't think I have anything going Friday. All right. We'll so. talk. We'll talk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, but yeah. Yeah, that about does that. Um, I think it is time for... Wow. We made it. Spicy. It was sort of a deluxe so, what we've been playing at section, but... It was. It, it was. took a couple, so, a couple derails in there, but it was okay. That's okay. Yeah, by the way, 15 so, minutes till I turn 40, just, just in case anyone... Oh, wonder. man. Oh, man. The countdown. Oh, we're going to sing. Let us know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So... Uh, <laughs> So, yeah, uh, first news item. This one came in just after the last episode recorded. This was uh, it's kind of a crazy one. So the Xbox Series X expansion card costs have been revealed, and oh. apparently they are $219.99. Oh, my gosh. That is, like, oh. almost the cost of the Series S. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> For the expansion drive? Yeah. Is it's it like, like a, a proprietary drive or something? It is, yeah. yeah it's like, it looks like a little memory card. And I do like the way it looks. Oh, it looks, it looks man, like a PS1 pricey. card. I mean, yeah. as someone who worked at PlayStation when the Vita launched, like, <laughs> yes, every company should have learned, like, you don't price your, ex, <laughs> your proprietary external memory ridiculously. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That's a bad wow. Idea. Yeah. So, I mean, that's, that's <laughs> pretty, it's not a good idea. It's a pretty stiff price. It I'll is. say that. But, yeah. Um, you know, I'm, I'm assuming to get a terabyte of the uber fast PlayStation five storage is probably going to be super expensive too. So I don't know. It's, uh, no, I think you just have to buy, I think Sony's using a, a standard drive. Well, I yes. think it's, you can just buy it. Well, it's an M2 expansion, right? But I imagine they're yeah. going to have like some kind of restrictions. Like it has to perform at this level or, well, yeah, I think it's not version four or something, it, whatever the latest PCIe speeds are. I think that's the whole I mean, deal with like the, the PlayStation Five is its crazy storage speed. So, um, I so think, those will come down. You yeah, know, as, yeah, exactly. As and they're they're compete, they're, they're standard. Good. That's the thing. Like Microsoft's mm-hmm. is not standard, and Sony's is standard. So that's like a really, it's a it's a huge. I to me that's a huge like pro for PS Five. Mm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So um, this guy, this is this was <laughs> this uh, guy. <laughs> This guy's <laughs> under rumor has it. This comes from Mr. <laughs> Ultimate <is> Kills. <laughs> rumor has it. So uh, PlayStation is, quote, in a good position to buy WB games, says Whoa. analyst. What would you guys think of such a thing? I think uh, that because seems I think crazy. this is on the heels of like Microsoft's megaton announcement of, of picking are, up Bethesda and ZeniMax. Are there any what, what are the relevant franchises that jump to mind besides Mortal Kombat? Uh, you have the Arkham Lord of the Rings stuff that they do, um, all the Arkham, uh, stuff, the DC games basically at this point. Um, they do the Harry Potter stuff, which I know is not the, you know, everyone's the media dollaring right now, Mm. but, um, yeah, they've, they've Mm. got some pretty hefty like franchises under WB, but a lot of those are licensed stuff. Not all of them necessarily, I think have to live with WB games. Oh, Um, I see. I mean, I think almost for Mortal Kombat alone, just because that's become, become a huge franchise again, and I think they partner pretty closely with PlayStation, and so, like, mm-hmm. I, I would guess that's one of the main thrusts of it. And if they already have that Harry Potter game lined up and everything, uh, it doesn't 
I don't know, it doesn't strike me, I guess, as that interesting, ultimately, especially if you're like cordoning off licenses on the one platform doesn't seem great for consumers. But it, I mean, I don't know. I, I hmm, could yeah. see it happening too, I guess. I, I don't I don't necessarily think Sony is going to make a big purchase right now. They have a really solid stable of, of first-party studios, and I think Microsoft was really wise to to well we'll see. But they were <laughs> I think shrewd at least to to pick up Bethesda for their you know just toss them seven sure. and a half billion dollars um, because they they didn't they don't have that huge internal you know, first party stable, right. Mm -hmm. They have, they have a handful of studios that are really talented, but like, you know, they're not cranking out the hits at at the moment. At least they weren't this last generation. So Uh, it makes sense. Aside from just studios, right. What, what uh, Microsoft is kind of lacking at this point are are original franchises that are, you know, just ready to skyrocket. Like PlayStation, I, I don't know how they've done it, but over the years they've gotten like just the right people and they've, they've got like just the right creative touch, um, I don't mm-hmm. know if it's a more hands-off approach or what it is, but um, it, it seems like creatively, like they're firing at all cylinders, and you're getting all these amazing franchises or or reimagining of franchises, like with God of War. Um, mm-hmm. You know, Nick mentioned Horizon Zero Dawn, how how crazy of a switch that was from the Killzone franchise for them to go and do that, and that's amazing. Like mm-hmm. they're mm-hmm. they're nailing it. And Microsoft, uh, I mean, they have Gears and they have Halo, um, but a lot of their and Forza. stuff, I think, Forza they is have huge for them. Yeah. Uh, yeah. A lot of stuff is kind of popular in the same vein, though. Like, if you like Halo, you'll probably like Gears. And if you don't like those games, they don't have, like, another offering to go to necessarily. So I think they're wise to buy up a lot of these studios um, to start well, you know, making we, games like that for everybody. I, I would say I mostly agree, but I think we also would be remiss if we didn't mention Fable. Because that well, one's pretty... Fable's pretty important to the Xbox community also. It, yeah, but it's yeah, been, I think it used to be, and yeah, it's, been it's been down been so for long. so long. Yeah. Well, I mean, just to see the amazing amount of excitement when they just showed like a 30-second teaser trailer, right? Yeah. Like people lost their minds over Fable. Well, so, yeah. I mean, we'll see. It remains we'll to be seen how be. much they lose their minds when they finally get to see what the game is like, though. Without no Peter Molyneux, you know, like the whole Peter Lionhead team. Molyneux. Yeah, how is he here? Is Peter Molyneux? you here tonight i'll tell you right now <laughs> once you get your hands on fable the new one on series x this game will do your dishes for you oh no and then, yeah and it'll tuck you in at night and and it'll lower your cholesterol wow it's a it's a it's gonna change your very preconceived notions about what a video game could be Oh my gosh, these are very lofty claims, Peter Molyneux. Are you sure that this is going to happen when this game comes out? I know it's it. Oh, Peter left, but oh, you he know, left. He's I, gone. Okay. I appreciate his his short appearance. <laughs> it's been a while it's since so we had long. Peter on the show. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. He no. got wind that it was six years, <laughs> and actually, you know what's the crazy thing? Six years actually from today. What? Exactly six years ago today was when the first episode went up. So oh, I was man. turning 34? Is that true? I guess so. You were just Did a you kid. The first oh, episode on your birthday a, as well? I was a wee yeah. bab. Oh, man. Well, oh, we recorded goodness. it like two weeks before because it took me so long to edit it because oh, it was such true. garbage. Oh, yeah, it was really right. bad. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's great fable we'll see what happens with fable yeah yeah we'll see <laughs> so this one comes from uh top newsman know it man uh-huh. uh ps5 quote has no noticeable fan noise at all wow 
end quote, and remained cold after 80 minutes of play, according to a uh, one of the hands-on reports. Cold. So, Define cold. Freezing. Free. Cool to the touch. <laughs> it's like the DeLorean after time travel. Wow, that's cold. <laughs> they did that's that, very uh, cold. They did that video yeah. breakdown of the PlayStation 5 today. Did you guys watch that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, little, I watched uh, it, yeah. There's like, the I mean, they, they've done a lot. Down. There's crazy stuff in there. I'm going to say it's insane to think it's going to be silent, though. That thing is going to make some noise. I guarantee it. Well, it's possible to design <laughs> well, a fan that doesn't make a lot of noise. And so maybe that's yeah. what they did. I, I, okay. I've I will heard, put money down. It's going to make some noise. I think series... it'll be way quieter than the PlayStation 4. Yeah. And certainly the 3 was. Um, yeah. I've heard that the Series X and the PS5 are both very, very quiet. Very quiet. Yeah. Uh, you know, according to like people who've lived it, lived with it for about a week now. But, but now, so just, something about just, the PS4, the, the longer wait. you had it, the louder it got. So oh, true. Yeah. Absolutely true. Uh, but, but even like with games, right, there's like optimization things that have to be done at times. Like Tony Hawk is this, is this bizarre example. Um, I'm playing it on the, on the PlayStation pro. Right. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. uh, so it's, it's not even like an original PS4. It's, it's something a little bit newer. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that game runs pretty quiet the whole time I'm playing and it. it looks gorgeous. When you pause it and you go into the menu, the fans crank up like mad. There's something <laughs> so about weird. being in the menu that yeah. overheats that game it's, like crazy. I, it's I don't the know most what it is. intensive menu <laughs> system you've ever been. <laughs> no, I think I, I've seen that in several games actually. When mm-hmm. you go to the menu, you'd think it would start to cool off, yeah. but it's like nope. It's you're now you have the game running and you've got this crap on top of it, right? You know, because that's um, like I, I remember uh, Transistor from Supergiant did mm-hmm. the same thing. Sure. Huh. You go into the menu and it's like, my PS4 was like, please, Lord, help. <laughs> pause the game. <laughs> so, yeah, I was yeah. like worried it's going to wake up my wife, you know, as I'm choosing my new loadout. <laughs> I'm just saying, you're going to get, you're going to get a couple uh, games that out was, there. That actually, Nick, so you'd be a little bit more pleased with me. Mm-hmm. Um, I, the $25 gift card was reserved for Hades, mm-hmm. um, mm. but then I realized, Oh, I would have net. I would have needed to get a, a Switch gift card or yeah, yeah. Steam, and mm. not uh, not PlayStation. You play it on your fancy for now. PC. That's true. I could, but I, I have a, a gift card burning a hole in my pocket, Mike. I mm. told you. <laughs> I told you. I, I get it. I told you once. I told you a thousand times. <laughs> so, speaking of uh, the Cyberpunk, though, yeah, it has gone gold, according to top newsman Ultima Kills. Um, this is this is a relief for my brother-in-law Tommy, who even like. On Saturday night, we were having some cigars outside his mm-hmm. place. And next thing I know, he's like, the, his deep-seated anxiety started to come out about this game. And he's like, ah, they're, they're going to delay it again. I just know it. <laughs> 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 like, I was like, they can't. They delayed it from last fall to spring and then to this fall. It's been a whole extra year. Has Turn, to be done by turns now. Turns out they just made all the employees crunch after they said Oof. that they wouldn't. So Oof, that is <laughs> That's all yeah. it takes. Oh, yeah. That's all you gotta do. Oh, man. <laughs> That's a whole that, yeah. that's a whole topic. I think we haven't we already done that topic once. About we crunch? We touched yeah. on it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we did it kind of uh leading up to The Last of Us because uh, there was oh, a, a lot yeah. of talk about Naughty Dog Crunch around that time. Yeah. Um, yeah, and, you know, and as I will say as a, as a visual effects artist, freelance, um I have been a part of Crunch and it I mean it sucks. Um I, I, I supposedly and, and, hmm? and Exotic Dancer, David. What? Mm-hmm. 
What are you talking about? V- visual you, effects, freelance, and exotic dancing. We yeah. know. No, I, you can, it's a full resume. Open. Freelance, freelance, exotic dancing. No, I, I, I don't do that anymore. <laughs> that was no. Uh, that was no, just life. <laughs> no, but it, it, it mandatory crunch sucks. Um, yep. Supposedly yeah. the employees are getting compensated for it, which at least is something. Like usually when I have to do crunch, I don't get paid for it, which sucks oh. even more. Um, yeah, but. You don't get paid like any extra. It's just the what you get paid. Yeah, you, yeah, because we charge a day rate in some at some studios, and then they take advantage of that. So, um, like, okay, we're gonna have you working twenty two hours today. Yeah, exactly. It's, it, well, I mean, Gosh. that specific thing hasn't happened to me, but it has yeah. happened to previous to other to friends of mine, and so. Mm. Um, anyway, my heart goes out to those employees. Um, yeah, I, I, I really hope that the game industry can figure out that work-life balance is really important to, to keep good work happening, to keep your good employees around and to keep them healthy. Like all of that is very important. And I just hope I want to see the game industry like figure this out. I want to see them like, yeah, definitely treat your employees well, but continue making great stuff. Cause yeah. Yeah. So, but also make everything bigger and better and faster and cheaper. (laughs) <laughs> no, that's please, the problem. Please. By the way, Vegas Mel in the chat says we now know what he was doing in VR chat with the exotic yeah. dancing. <laughs> David, the, David. The 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 weird thing is this exists in like so many industries, right? Um, and some of it just comes from like this weird, super weird mentality, right? Like this isn't necessarily going on right now where I work, but I did get like this random email, um, like from some of our higher ups. Saying, hey, look, we know you're totally bogged down. You're, you're at capacity with projects. We don't want to put any more projects on your list because you can't handle anymore, right? We're all on the same page. What if you could do those <laughs> projects twice as fast, though? And if you got them done twice as fast, then you'd keep the same amount. You just get through them faster. Oh, my yeah. gosh. I, I can't, Everything I can't done go faster. any faster. It's genius. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And there's like studies that show that the longer someone works, the less productive they are. And there's studies that show if you give someone a four, a four day week, they will be just as productive as if they do a five day week. So like there's like you can only push someone so far. And 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 the crunch is probably costing studios more money than they realize, too. They just I don't know. I, I don't know what the solution yeah. is, but there's got to be one. Um, Indeed. But uh, anyway, <laughs> So this one is spe- uh, especially for Mike. This is oh, okay. uh, Baldur's Gate three Ugh. news. Baldur's Gate. It's it's out early releasing for Mac on early access. I, yeah, I probably waver back and forth about every fifteen minutes about whether I should buy the early access or not. I don't exactly have time to play a big giant RPG right now. Um, sure you do. In the early access, just play it is twice as whole, fast. It's like, yeah, <laughs> it's not even the whole game, right? It's like the first twenty five hours of the game, but that's like that's still like more than some single player games are. Right. So yeah, it's nothing huge. to shake your wiener at nothing like. at all. Um, <laughs> it's probably going to be an early access for a year. Um, and my PC lands, like I think right in between like recommended specs and minimum specs. So I don't really know how mm. to run on my system. So mm. I want it real bad though, guys. I do. Yeah. It's a big nerdy RPG and I'm all about that. Mm. Now, I don't know what do you guys yeah, I mean, you, you got to do what you got to do. You know? And <laughs> what, what Mike, what you've got to do is play Baldur's Gate three. I'm gonna have to. They tweeted <laughs> I mean, today that that uh, a retweet from somebody who said I I killed somebody with a potato, and they're like, oh yeah, yeah you can tell these potatoes as weapons. 
It sounds like the best game I've ever heard of. I want to I've play heard, so bad. I've heard their character creator leave something to be desired, though, unfortunately. Like, there's no sliders. There's no, like, face customization. Uh, yeah, so Solarian, at least with their previous games, I expect Baldur's Gate's probably somewhat the same. They don't do a lot of sliders. They just do a lot of, like, head options. Um, so I think they have, like, something like 150 different heads uh, that you can pick from. Those are hmm. probably segmented in, into like what character, like race you pick or whatever. But, uh-huh. um, but yeah, you'll, you'll choose between like different heads or faces and you won't tweak those faces in between. Um, I would imagine that's how their previous games have been. Oh, okay. Um, Nick, are you a Baldur's Gate man? Uh, I played whatever Baldur's Gate was on PS2, I think. Uh, oh. cause I was a big fan of champions of Norath. Um, and oh, I played man. champions of Norath was fun. That was killer, and I played the sequel too. Uh, I played both those through, and then and then I think I wanted more, so I went back and played uh, whatever Baldur's Gate that was. But that was it. It was like mm-hmm. console twin stick Baldur's Gate or whatever. Nice. Um, I, yeah, I I would be completely uninitiated running into Baldur's Gate three. I mean, I don't know. You don't, I don't know if I would stand a chance. You don't yeah. have to know anything about the previous two Baldur's Gate uh, to play Baldur's Gate. I think 3. this one's totally different than the previous one. It is completely I just have to different. Know I just have to know that there's like eyeball bugs, right? That go into your eyeball. I, I would, yes, there are those. Yeah. Very gross. <laughs> uh, so by the way, I'm going guys... to just take oh, this yeah. opportunity to do this real quick because I'm 40. Oh, for, your, for your sponsor. Oh, happy yeah, birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Gosh, there's always got to be one. <laughs> you. There's always one there were, over singer in every happy birthday. There was a, there was certainly there was certainly part of that Cheers. birthday song, David. I thought you were stuck in a Ford commercial. <laughs> <laughs> no man asked, did Adam get possessed by an angel? <laughs> Oh my goodness! Thanks, guys. I don't feel any different, so that's good. Do you want, do you want to reflect no, on, on no. the entirety of your thirties now? Tell us all the highlights and lowlights. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. What were the highlights? Yeah, well, we can do that on a mini soda or something. What's I think. the most embarrassing thing that's happened to you in the last Ooh. forty years, David? Forty years. Uh, the most from embarrassing thing, apart from that song. Yeah. Apart from that oh, song, no, I saw the curtain move. I yeah, saw the curtain. There's move. the ghost. The ghost is back. Oh, I have no poop stories, know it, man. Um, I <laughs> okay, hold on, I hold don't. on, hold on. This this is a great no, opportunity. Wait, hold, I don't believe that, by the way. <laughs> Thank you. Thank There's you. no way. It is <laughs> impossible. Everyone no one has, has a no poop, poop story. stories. Yeah, yeah. I don't have a single. One. I've got a whole. There's probably someone old, like you. Probably there's probably someone near you, and you were like, "Oh no, that was their poop story." But nope, it was your poop story. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, one time I got on a subway and it smelled like poop, but that's nothing. Nothing mm. really happened. True story, folks. Yeah, <laughs> I worked at a Best Buy and a man pooped in front of me. Yeah, that's right never on happened. the floor. <laughs> that's never and happened. It was David. 
It was not and me. It, w- it was David. <laughs> Oh, I never Maybe knew it was that me. Part. Maybe I don't remember. Maybe I blacked out. Uh, <laughs> honestly, I don't. Uh, yeah. Okay. I have an embarrassing. This uh, it just happened though. But like okay. last weekend, oh. uh, I don't remember this. But apparently, I was goaded into doing whiskey shots while on a Discord call, mm-hmm. and I got blackout drunk for the first time in my life. And what? I don't. I don't know how it happened. I don't know how David, it happened. I don't remember. I know it. how it happened. Well, good for whiskey. you. <laughs> yeah, it was whiskey. It's the whiskey uh, and peer pressure. Yeah. Whiskey and peer pressure. Oh, Lars now says <laughs> there was the time you ordered toilet paper and they sent you dishwashing liquid. That's true. <laughs> it's not really embarrassing, but it's funny. Well, um, it is if you used it. I didn't use it for <laughs> you know, at least not toilet, toilet paper. paper. <laughs> <laughs> no, I... I I can't. I, nothing comes to mind. I'm sorry, guys. This is derailed. This is totally derailed. That's okay. That's yeah. right. That's right. So back to the news, and we'll wrap it up with mm-hmm. a couple of quick stories. Mm. Uh, actually, just one. Just one. Please. Um, Sony is changing the confirm and cancel buttons in Japan, and folks, they ain't happy. Ooh. Um, so, you know, if I'm not sure if everyone knows about this, but apparently mm-hmm. the circle symbol in Japan is synonymous with like a correct or okay type of connotation. Yep. Uh, so the circle button has always been the confirm button. And it's I, I would say on the that's Switch. true worldwide, by the way, that conceptually, I think yeah. circle yeah. is like, well, don't you think so? Circle is like go exit stop. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah true. Yeah, that's true. true. For, what it's, for what it's worth, we're the weirdos. So, yeah, yeah. So why? Sorry, yeah, why do we have <laughs> that? The we just love pirates enough. We're like X marks a spot. Just trying to get behind the the psychology, right? I don't even think I ever grasped on when I was starting to do that that it was the X. It was just that button, like that bottom button, is like the closest one to me. That's the one I want to push when I just want to click through things and confirm things. Yeah. Yeah, so I remember, you know, certain games having Circle being the confirm yeah. button, like Final Fantasy VII back in the day yeah. and, you know, on PlayStation. And so and in Japan, it's stayed that way, like, you know, basically since the PlayStation 1. So for, you know, 25 plus years now, mm-hmm. right? Something like that. So um, to suddenly say, okay, now it's global. Everything's the same. X is the confirm button. That's pretty wild. Yeah, that's so pretty wild, and on, I can see why a lot of Japanese gamers are not pleased about it. On PS4, I believe they added system level button remapping a couple of years ago, so mm-hmm. I assume that will be the case on PS5 as well. And so then you can just go swap it yourself. So because of that, I feel like it's maybe not as big a deal, but I do get why people are upset because that is like totally ingrained in your muscle memory and unless you change it it's going to be super weird just like whenever i try to play uh again that has them swap from japan and it's like it just takes you just mess it up every single time you're trying to get through menus yeah yeah it, it happens or to my wife every time switch, she moves right? yeah from switch to back to playstation um yeah she's like wait so which one which one's confirm and like it's the x and then she'll immediately push circle because muscle memory you know yeah yeah so uh, the wrong chat up. says oh, that circle uh, turns on light switches in Japan and Europe. By the way, there's like the circle button on a light switch turns on a light switch too. So this is wow. this is apparently a huge change. Um, and and honestly, like I've been switching back and forth between you know the bottom button being confirmed and the right button being confirmed every time I go to my switch or my PlayStation. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I I I do this mentally all the time anyway. So I'm sure it's not going to be that big a deal, right? Is that insensitive of me? I don't know. 
if you've been doing it only one way though for like decades and yeah. then suddenly every console works this way the opposite yeah yeah, yeah. Okay. But you know, all right it's time for me to go on the trolley sensitive. yeah <laughs> It just also represents like a, I mean, especially for PlayStation, but a sort of cultural shift of where the focus of games is. That's oh. obviously been in the West for a long time, but mm-hmm. especially in, in PlayStation, it's like that's really, I mean, outside of the US, that's like the world's console and especially in Japan, like that is so PlayStation dominated. It's, you know. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. So it is now time, you guys. Oh, yes, yes. For Mike to struggle to read the tweets. Oh, my goodness. I'm going to do my very best to get through these because we spent a lot of time <laughs> to get here. But it, yeah, we've, it's we've been got a journey. A few. But this first one up is for our special guest friend. Russell oh, Biggerstaff oh wrote goodness. in for Nick and said, mm-hmm. do you think we'll see a new game from Team Ico in next gen or Eco? It's probably Eco. Um, Eco, I believe. I've not heard a peep since the short but sweet last guardian vr demo love the books by the way and happy anniversary i think that part was meant for us oh yeah our book no it's our books and nick's anniversary yeah that's it uh thank you for that kind word on the books yeah i wrote a book about shadow of the colossus in 2015 for the boss fight book series and then i wrote a book uh or most of a thing for future press called the last guardian an extraordinary journey that was like a art book behind the scenes uh dev book um so people sometimes want to talk to me about those games, uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, yeah, I would I would think so. I would hope so. They you know they released a couple teasers in the last few years. I think it was a year or two. They released like one screenshot, not explicitly saying that it was their next game, but like here's a new thing. And it was uh, the, the Beauty and the Beast was like the what it was called. It was like sort of looked like Shadow of the Colossus, and it was like a look. I think like a like a woman in white on like a pedestal and there was a big sort of golem or giants like hand nearby in shadow um so there was Hmm. that piece of imagery and then there was a new year's message that gen design which is what that team is now as an independent studio they're called gen design uh that they tweeted out that had a piece of concept art attached to it so they've been putting out bits and pieces um and they were funded at least for prototyping by kowloon knights who are uh like a project funding you know organization uh and i believe they were also part of epic's publishing initiative that they announced a few months ago um it was like gen design and play dead and remedy um that i think Mm. epic are funding a bunch of their games so there's been a lot of movement Mm. on like at least on the business studio side and then putting out bits and pieces so i know that you know they've said they've been they've been prototyping things and working on things for a few years so i would think it's this generation um i mean obviously like uh ueda san like to, you know um takes his time to do things right i think last guardian uh was a particularly like outstanding example of like that's not <laughs> what he what you you wouldn't have wanted it to take 10 years to come out um <laughs> right, and i'm glad yeah. it did kind of against all odds but um but uh i don't imagine it's, it would be 10 years between releases but we'll see Whew. no i think that's a good <laughs> point and speaking yeah. of gen design there's actually gen design in cyberpunk 27 2077 you can oh. customize all oh, of adam <laughs> Yeah. Oh, Adam. Get it? Adam, no. You guys get it? No. Anyway. <laughs> Your kids listen to this show. <laughs> uh, NTFTT Pod wrote in and said, I just became a parent on Monday. Congratulations, man. Whoa. That's awesome. 
I need advice on balancing being a dad and being a Oof. podcaster. Well, I can't help Ooh. with this one. So, so, so we can Mike, offer some well, some advice here, right? Like, don't do a podcast every week. We we don't do that. Yeah, That's yeah. True. So, Mike, you, I mean, six years ago, yeah, your your daughter was quite young still yeah. when we started this thing. Isn't that crazy? Crazy to think. Like, I mean, yeah, she would have been four when like we three, started, right? Three or four? four? Yeah. yeah. So from her perspective, you've 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 probably always had always, a podcast. Yeah, it's just a yeah. thing that daddy does like every two weeks. Yeah, that's crazy. Huh. Yeah. So, I mean, that is definitely we just being uh, of the family persuasion. Mm-hmm. We definitely set out to. I'm of the family do... persuasion, too, guys. I just don't have one yet. No, David hates family. <laughs> he hates <David> families. Hates <laughs> family. <laughs> but. But <laughs> but no, I mean, just like as as far as that, we did we did set out to do the show at the highest quality we could, mm-hmm. right? But also with some life balance, yeah. Right now. So yeah. it was always one of those things like we're not closed off to doing it every week. If it if it were like suddenly to start the heavens raining ducats down upon us, yeah, yeah exactly. Um, but like it was it was definitely something we were like, well, that's kind of like. That would be far off if it happened. And, well, and so far, I think it's been a really good balance to do it every other week. It, it yeah. has. And, and Keep to be fair, more, you know? uh, when we started out, and I, and I don't know exactly how your, your podcast comes together, but we started out, the workload was not spread evenly, um, like uh, by a long shot. <laughs> you yeah. know? So um, I think I built a server for us to record on like way back in the day before we were using Skype and other things. Um, mm-hmm. but it was like a one time like effort for me and I didn't do any editing or mastering or really anything, but just being here. Um, and so I know we came to the table a couple of times to try to figure out like, Hey, can we still do this? It's like stressing us out. Like there's mm-hmm. too much work. Um, yeah, I think it we was spread it a little more evenly now and it's, yeah. it's more manageable. Yeah, like now, now David, a little peek behind the curtain. David is, of course, all the Twitch stuff. He also does mm-hmm. um, all of the episode artwork. Um, and then I handle all of like the posting, the media, uh, and, and setting up like the blog post and like the various podcasts and Patreon. Uh, and then Mike does all of the audio editing now. So it's all split up. It used to be that I just did everything and I was dying inside. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> there, were, so, there were a few behind the scenes emails like, hey, are we... I'm good. I think maybe we should stop. And I was like, oh, but my heart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. So I, so I, I guess I don't know, the, Nick, Nick, do you have any hot tips for uh, for keeping it balanced with, you know, you got your podcast. Going. I, and true. I do everything. Many. I do everything on my podcast. So I'm not, I'm not a oh. good example. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so just do it all yourself. Do it all yourself. According to I Mrs. Mean, Sutner. In, I don't know. At times it's, it, I mean, the the one upside of that, I guess, is like, you can kind of make unilateral decisions when you need to to get things done quickly. Um, yeah. But uh, but no, I still involve all my co-hosts on sort of planning for the show and all that. But um, yeah, I'm not I'm not I'm not a good healthy balanced example of that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I think the baby, only practical advice time is, I could offer oh, would yeah, be to it. try to figure out like your your time to record, edit and post and making sure you've got enough breathing room in there to actually get it all done without like stressing yourself out and dying. Um, <laughs> yeah. we weren't always super good about that. Um, but we generally try to record on Thursdays. Uh, today's an exception. Yeah. Uh, but and last fortnight was too. <laughs> yeah. last <laughs> We try to record on Thursdays because that gives us essentially the weekend 
to get the show up. Um, it's more manageable yeah, that and way. Usually, and that was kind of the rationale was like not a lot of news in the gaming world is happening over the weekend. People like to, you know, take days off. Mm-hmm. And so usually not a ton happens. So as long as something huge doesn't break on Friday, you still have all the current news when your show goes up Monday. So that was yeah. kind of the rationale for us. But, you know. Yep. And then uh, stop sleeping. That, that's you don't need to. Yeah, yeah no, don't. No, no more sleep. Adam and Mike do not sleep a- at all. Compared, <laughs> like I get like eight hours every night on purpose. Like I need it. And they they I got three. It sounds Adam like sent me three. I got three hours last night. Yeah, Adam sent me texts. I swear, like almost every night last week at like three in the morning. Like almost done working on this song. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. Ah, it's fine. Mike was I, like, I'm trying to sleep. No, nah, I was awake. <laughs> I was playing games. <laughs> I was time. trying to platinum that T-Hawk. Yeah. So anyway. <laughs> oh, we're not healthy people. Uh, Josh Bailey wrote in <laughs> and said, um, what is going to be the next indie darling game or studio? That's oh, a very Nick-centered gosh. question, I think. This is a very sudden I need you to peer yeah. your indie crystal ball and tell me the future. Well, like, it's all about Carto. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's coming out in a couple weeks. I don't know. I hope so. I hope it's the indie darling. Um, yeah. I mean, because I'm so deep in this flunky, uh, well, I will say Derek's next game, which is already well out there, is UFO 50, uh, which he's building with a small team, um, which is uh, 50 games that are like NES scoped games of different varieties Mm -hmm. that are all amazing from what I've played, as if it's sort of coming from the idea that this fictional console existed with a collection of games. And that's so it's this incredible collection of, that's going to come out as UFO 50 uh, sometime <laughs> next year. Um, so that's going to be incredible. Um, in the shorter term, a game that is coming out tomorrow or today, probably when you're listening to this, uh, is I Am Dead. Uh, this is by Hollow Ponds, uh, which is run by Ricky Haggett, who worked on Hohokam and Wilmot's Warehouse. Um, oh, and nice. He, uh, and Dick Hogg, also his his art collaborator, worked on both those games, too. And they've, <laughs> they've done this game as well, and Annapurna is publishing it. Um, and it's just this really uh, beautiful game in the small, weird town. And the whole mechanic is based on sort of taking objects and scenes and, like, it's sort of hard to describe. Visually, it's like, oh, you get it instantly. But you're sort of, like... Um, pushing uh like revealing layers of things by pushing the camera inside them whether it's like a Mm. house full of people or an object and so you're sort of looking for things and solving puzzles inside objects uh but it looks awesome and i think all their stuff is incredible Um, that's cool and uh holopon's last game was loot rascals which i think is phenomenal and one of my favorite games too so uh anything that ricky and friends do is great so i am dead um i think uh is gonna be really good Nice. Very nice. Yeah. What's that one coming out with uh, with the guy? He's like trapped in a time loop in the apartment. Is that, was it called Twelve Minutes? Uh, Twelve Minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that looks man, incredible. That I can't so wait. For that looks cool. really cool. Yeah. yeah. For sure. All those it, huge actors in it, though. Can you even call that, it? An that's indie game? the wild thing. Right. <laughs> the trailer comes out. Like I, I know this game is. Uh, the last time I saw it was like this. The concept is incredible. I can't wait. You know, it's rough around the edges, but it's going to get there. It's going to be great. And the next thing I know, like Willem Dafoe is attached. Um, yeah, that's also what you get Daisy when you Ridley, get like right? uh, when you get a movie studio coming in to publish your game. It's like, oh, exactly, Anna is there right? now. They can bring all the stuff. <laughs> yeah. Power, so, yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. pretty cool. It is very cool, though. Uh, our last question comes from Tom Titus Hughes. Um, do your best, guys, to keep this one concise. We'll see. Um, <laughs> if you could go back six years to tell yourself one thing that would happen mm. in gaming. In the next six years, what would it be? 
and you can't talk about the flops. I got a it. Global pandemic. Oh wow! <laughs> right, I, I feel like if I, had, it's coming. if I had to tell myself one thing six years ago, I was like, "Hey, Mike, maybe save some of the big, bulky, nerdy RPGs that take hundreds of hours." Oh yeah, this thing's gonna happen. You're gonna have a lot of free time that you didn't think you'd have. <laughs> Play yeah, those babies that's pretty in good. 2020. Just save, just save a couple of them. Um, I would say VR. Uh, I, I've always, mm. I've ever since I was a kid, I remember going to the arcade. There was like this gigantic VR headset that I'm sure was not really VR. I never did it. It was always too expensive, but I was always like, Oh, that sounds like so cool. Like such a cool idea. I want to, I want to see VR. It sounds really cool. And then the virtual boy came out. It was a huge disappointment. And mm. you know, I, I just, ever since I was a kid, I wanted VR to be cool, but it never was. And now it is cool. And I don't think I believed that six years ago that it would be at that point. Um, And so like I would I would just tell myself, you know, don't give up on that VR dream yet because it's (laughs) about to get real cool. (laughs) I like it. Um, I don't know. I have uh, I've seen it all coming. You know, that's the that's the real secret. I mean, I just. I just knew, you just knew everything that was every step of the way that was what was going to happen. Yeah. So prognosticator, um, prognosticators. <laughs> Can't miss. Um, I don't know. I, I think uh, maybe I would tell myself to be more open to new styles of games because I found that, you know, over, especially um, as we transitioned into the PS4 era, I really discovered that like a love for, random weird indie games and so um yeah i think but it took a little time to get there i think i missed out on some that i probably would have loved at the time and and i had time to double back for some stuff like uh like you know bastion and things but uh Mm -hmm. um but yeah i mean there's still plenty of indie games that i just have never found the time to play because i missed them when they first were hot and then it's just like life got busy and so yeah I think that's a uh, that's my takeaway from this whole six year journey. I like it into the unknown. Yeah. Mm. Cool. Okay. Them's is the that tweets. the tweets? That's them's the tweets. Them's, wow. Wow. Them's the tweets. All right. So, uh, well, hold on. Stand is it by. time for you Stand to by. sell us things? It is. Oh How my gosh. Know? I don't know. I just had a I had a feeling. It was in my gut. It was like right there. <laughs> as the, the ghost part of the show <laughs> where we sell you things. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply. 
All right. Patreon, guys. <laughs> Patreon.com slash SBFVGS. You should go to there. Go to that website. And, you know, you can chip in some money if you'd like. If you don't want, you don't have to, obviously. It's a free, free country. But I'm just it's saying, <laughs> in my experience, it is a very wise idea to back this show on Patreon because you get, A, early and ad-free access to the episodes. Mm-hmm. Two... A two, yeah. A two, you get access to the Patreon exclusive minisodes, and D. Oh, that's you a Home get, Alone reference. <laughs> you <get laughs> the five dollar tier, uh, you know, with the video archive, you can go back, you can see, you know, how hilarious, you know, David was when as he was talking about the frames per second of a oh, certain I'm game. So you funny, know. guys! You gotta, you gotta see it. You gotta That's see. what I'm saying. You gotta see the mirth in his eyes as he talks about that 144 hertz monitor. Oh, you get to see you Nick can't. petting his cat right now. Indeed, you 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 know you don't want to miss out on that. Yeah, so. priceless. Anyway, so yeah, if you'd like to back the show, you can get some free perks. Not not so free. You can get some cool perks though. <laughs> um, over on Patreon.com/slash so free perks for money. Free perks if you are willing to chip in some money, they're totally free. So there you go. And so we very much appreciate all of you who do back the show. Yeah. It helps us to pay the bills so we don't have to pay out of pocket for things uh that come up like podcast hosting and website and all that fun stuff. So um we definitely appreciate it. And we get to give do give uh game giveaways and things like that here and there. So definitely fun times. And, and also uh, the wrong yeah. says, if you don't chip in on Patreon, bad luck will always follow you. Oh, it's so true. You don't I, want I, that. I didn't want to, I didn't want to put that on them, but I mean, I'm, now that the wrong brought it up, it, yeah, it thank, is Thank you so much for being honest. Scientifically verified. Yeah. Yes. So <laughs> there you have it. direction. Topic time, meat and potatoes. It is my topic. This Your topic. We and weren't even sure if we were going to get a topic, and then all of a sudden, I you dropped yeah, it on I, us. Well, because I all I wanted in life was to talk about how it's only like a few short weeks away from the PS Five, and that's all we talked it. about like every fortnight. It. Come on, we, I got that pre order just sitting there in my inbox. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm. Mm-mm-mm. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, uh, but yeah, so for the topic, I wanted to talk about the great Spider-Man remastered debacle. Mm. So, you know, there are a couple of things that I'll I'll mention at the top here that are, I think, totally fair um, things to be maybe a little concerned about or uh, less than jazzed about. And then (laughs) there's, you know. We'll get into some of the the stuff that is uh, a little more contentious, I would say. Okay. So, A, you have that, uh, you know, the PS4 version of the game is not going to get a free next-gen upgrade, Mm -hmm. a la, you know, uh, Cyberpunk or, um, you know, some of these... uh, Ubisoft games that have been announced as getting a next gen upgrade, you know, for free. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, you know, I, I, I can see 
from a certain you know perspective this one it makes sense because they're actually putting quite a lot of work into that game as a remaster like redoing facial animations and adding ray um, tracing all, all kinds of things they they clicked the ray tracing button that's you it's know. not as simple as that my friend it <laughs> that's is all not, you gotta do it's pretty not simple just that's all button. you gotta do they there's a whole digital foundry <laughs> video if you want to see his name is ray <laughs> he traces he everything right in here, yeah. <laughs> he has to trace everything by hand he's exhausted by hand <laughs> so yeah but anyway so they're, they're actually putting quite a lot of work into it and i understand you know so they're they're packaging it with the spider-man miles morales uh for 20 extra dollars so you you pay for the 70 dollar version of that which comes with for both but yeah i mean i i've seen some people who are bummed that you know the regular PS4 version doesn't carry over. In addition to that, the PS4 version of Marvel Spider-Man, the game save does not transfer over to the remastered version. Oh, so if no. you're like halfway through the game, you're going to run into a Witcher 3 game of the year edition type <laughs> scenario where you're going to have to start all over because Oof. it's actually considered a completely different game. Oof, that's no bueno. So yeah, your your game save will not transfer over. And that to me is a little bit more of a bummer. Like I totally understand charging for something you're putting a lot of you know, manpower Absolutely. into. Yeah. You know, and and putting time and money into. And but as far as like, you know, something like making a game save work, that to me just seems like It'd be nice to jump mean. over like your new game plus or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Like there are games that will let you like Divinity 2, your favorite game, Mike, one of your favorite games. Oh, you can goodness. you can play a game on Switch, mm-hmm. save and then pick it up on Steam. Like why can't you do that with PS4 to PS5? Like is it really that different? Like I don't understand. I don't understand. It, it's I think it's less that it's PS4 PS5 and more they're saying there's Spider-Man for PS4 and there's the Spider-Man remaster. It's a different game. Um, yeah. as opposed to being console because mm. like I said I rented this on the same console with God of War where my God of War or not God of War I'm sorry um, uh, The Witcher 3 my Witcher 3 save would not carry over to my Witcher 3 Game of the Year edition that's so weird it just it saw it those is. as two different games I was like no 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 we're not doing that you start over and I did <laughs> well, and, I and, and I talked about it on the show like how the Witcher 3 wouldn't even launch with my game save because I didn't have a certain piece of Siri alternate costume oh. <laughs> equipped in Steam. <laughs> oh so there's, it's so weird. It's it's a weird it's, world out there. It's with such game a weird, saves. wild world. I don't understand how any any of that stuff works, <laughs> and and maybe it's way yeah. harder than we're making it and seem. But yeah, yeah, maybe Nick, you you may have some more uh, insight into this. I don't know, but like. I it mean, I mean yeah, maybe it's the way that PS4 manages saves versus PS5. It it is strange, but both that and the non-free upgrade thing, like I don't know. I, I get being kind of disappointed when you hear it. It's like, oh cool, it's on PS5, but oh that's a bummer. My thing won't transfer over. But like ultimately it's still nice that it's on PS5. It's I don't know. Yeah. Uh, like I think it's uh I'm not I'm not lumping you guys in with this, but it's like mm-hmm. gamers are the most entitled fan group no, of like, oh, no, anyone I've ever encountered. And so like <laughs> this <laughs> thing they didn't know existed the second you right. know it existed and yet it's not the exact thing you want it to be, it's like that's a reason to get up in arms. So uh, when, when we maybe say we'll controversy, into, like we're we're definitely talking about like a gaming community controversy. I don't care. Yeah, this yeah. is not a yes, this is not no. a big deal. To me. No, I don't think you guys genuinely care. I'm but, too old. Uh, yeah, ma- <laughs> maybe and that's maybe the same the same thing which I guess you'll you'll tee up in a second, but like with the 
the face redoing it's like mm-hmm. i don't know yes okay I, i'm really curious to see what your thoughts are on it but um yeah it's, so yeah i mean i think that's a perfect that's thing a to jump choice, into I yeah I, I think adam's gonna tee it off i'll let him do that yeah. yeah, so I I guess we should also mention that the PS4 version of this game will work on PS5, yeah. backward compatible. It just won't look uber amazing. You'll have fast load times. It still though. looks cool. great, though. I mean, yeah, it'll look it's, great. I know, it's still a gorgeous <laughs> it looks game. so good right now. <laughs> and on my non-4K TV, I'm, I'm assuming it looks very similar. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the load time will be faster for you, though. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, so, you know, as part of this remaster... Um, they have re, uh, you know, Insomniac has gone and recast the face capture actor, mm-hmm. which is kind of strange because they, they, you know, you keep the same voice, um, mm-hmm. but you know, just a different face now. Yeah. And I think I, I like the look of the face, but it, it kind of took me a little bit of research to figure out, you know, kind of why it makes sense. Um, so if you look at, you know, Uncharted 3 to Uncharted 4. We'll mm-hmm. say Uncharted mm-hmm. Four. Nathan Drake looks way different. Yeah, he right, does. Than yeah. in in the PS3 versions, right? They they went for a much more realistic look as far as the way his face moves and and just the in general, like he looks a lot like a lot more less cartoony of a human. I right? think I think yeah, I think Uncharted Four is the first Uncharted game to use facial motion capture. Am I am I correct in that? I think it's I'm, a it's a it's a blend, right? It's a of blend the okay. facial motion capture and their bespoke hand animation because oh, okay. they're in they're wild over there but yeah i mean so <laughs> Insom- insomniac is is going in trying and shooting for more realism and so they they felt they could get that better with a facial capture actor whose face structure was more similar to the voice actor mm-hmm. yuri lowenthal mm-hmm. so that's the that to me is is pretty fascinating i never once thought about that in my life about how that could impact how realistic someone's face looks in a game if you used one voice actor and a different facial capture person. Oh, I see. Um, like okay. how, because everyone's face moves differently when they're speaking. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, so of course, they, so they recast the face actor and people, and, and, you know, they showed it off. It looks really good. He actually yeah. looks a lot more like Tom Holland. Yeah, he looks like to, to me. So hang on. Can I just say this really quickly? Because it, it yeah. feels like how, it, it feels like they went from Andrew Garfield looking Spider-Man to Tom Holland looking Spider-Man. <laughs> yes. And I'm sure that is not what they set out to do, but that's what it, that's what it feels like now. And and yeah. I think, I think that Tom Holland, that's his name, right? Tom Holland. He, yeah. I think he's the best Spider-Man that there's ever been. That's a hot take. But, and so I like this change personally because no, no offense to Andrew Garfield. They were, you did a fine job. Your movies weren't very good though. And that wasn't your fault, but um, but Tom Holland just has he first of all he does a Queen's accent, which is crazy because he's from London. Uh, and then just also <laughs> that's just the, that's what the Queen is. That's, that's how you do it. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah, oh, you there? That's why he can Sorry. do it. Thank you. That's exactly. <laughs> this it. Thank is my, my last time on the show. I'm not going to do welcome back. <laughs> You had a good run, Nick, but yeah. you know you had to. Got the jacket, I don't know. <laughs> you got the. Yeah, I mean, you 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 are in the five timers club. I mean, you're getting your your smoking jacket should arrive shortly. Um, uh, there's no way that's coincidental, though. Like, I feel like I'll I'll, I'll be a conspiracy theorist there mm-hmm. and say <laughs> okay. like it looks way too much like Tom Holland now for that to be an accident, especially going from someone who looks like Andrew Garfield. But also, it makes sense because like. <laughs> Tom Holland, Tom Holland coming into the MCU as Spider-Man True. and being a thing going forward. And they're like mm-hmm. ramping up to the new Spider-Man film, like just tying that in all together as well as this be, I mean, 
in an interesting way, this is like a Marvel property that worked with Sony. So it was kind of the two Spider-Man companies anyways coming together. That's so I'm true, not, yeah. I'm not surprised that they're like, hey, Spider-Man canonically is is Tom Holland as far as we're concerned. So, mm-hmm. And <laughs> while this is not a licensed game, like it looking like him, I think just makes sense at this point. So It's a win. Yeah, yeah. They, didn't, they didn't license his face or whatever, but yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I mean, okay, so... People, people saw, you know, mm-hmm. the new face model. People lost their minds. Uh, I, and I think at first I was like, I, it threw me, you know, I'll be, I'll be honest. It threw me. I was like, well, the old, old guy was fine. He looks great. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. what, why the need for this? And so I, at first I was like, you know, it seems like just changing things to, for the sake of changing things. Right. And then you see, so you um, immediately hopped into your email and you started writing a death threat to <laughs> yes, the good folks right. at Insomnia. So Cause that's I, a reasonable I, thing after, that people do. I mean, you are a yeah, gamer, after, right? You're a gamer, exactly. right? That's what off, you do. Right, I fired off a handful of angry missives. <laughs> right, you, know, you to tweeted anyone about it. Had right, Just some death <laughs> threats in there. Yeah, yeah. Gosh. So no, but I mean, I, I honestly, for me, it was like a huh, and then I went about my life. That's right. exactly what it was. Right, I watched the trailer, <laughs> and it, and then you know, they you start from the back and they zoom in on on the face and like, oh, yeah, he looks different. Yeah, <laughs> that was the end of it. I was that was about it. it. You're I just looking at Spider-Man's and... butt the whole time too, as long as yeah. they don't swap that out. Like the dude, <laughs> or maybe they did. Maybe it's more of a Tom Holland butt now than an Andrew Garfield. Butt. That's true. <laughs> oh, I'll tell oh, you. Did, they, like change, did they change the butt? So I got to see. The, now I have to buy I think the 4K version. A, I'll never know. So yeah. hang on. I just That's need to say we've had we've had Saul Brennan on the show, and she or they mentioned specifically that they spent a lot of time making sure those buns were good. You know, yeah. So, true. yeah, we got it. We got to respect. She, she helped create the rig for. Well, they his did. Buns. Yeah, they. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They didn't get new buns after. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, um, here's a question: mm-hmm. Do you think Spider, uh, you know, Spider-Man's Spidey sense actually tingles in his buns as well? It has to. I mean, yeah. when you got the it tingly did. buns of adventure, and you got Spidey sense. Yeah. You have I mean, to have. I mean, but then when he's on the Spidey toilet sense. too long, is he like, yeah. is this spider sense or is this just like my butt going numb? <laughs> <laughs> or conversely, do all of us have spidey sense? Oh, boy. I, I Good question. It just takes us longer spider to get sense there. the other night. Oh, my yeah, goodness. Yeah. I had spider sense the other night for sure. Yeah. <laughs> but it was, it could have been the long and, and interesting article I was reading. Who's to yeah. say? You know, <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, so people people got crazy. They did, uh, and it's fine. I, I guess I'll say up front, like it is totally fine if you don't like the new Spider-Man design. If you prefer the old one, that's mm-hmm. that's totally valid, right? But at the same, we time, just don't care. It, yeah, <laughs> we just don't is, care if you don't like it. At the same time, <laughs> well, I mean, at the same time, it is, it is a crazy thing to do to then go and like tweet and email Brian Intahar and and the Insomniac mm-hmm. team and tell them, oh like, basically, we're gonna hunt you down. We will find you. You fix this now, like that. I don't think I've maybe. ever been that angry in my entire life at anything that's ever happened to me. <laughs> By the way, I'll bring alone, this. Changing the facial model of a character who wears a mask 95% of the game. <laughs> yes. I'll, uh, I'll bring this, I'll bring our conversation full circle to us being a Brian Intahar who I used to, to used to work with. He's yeah. the one who he gave me, uh, an old TV when he got a new TV. And the first game I reviewed on that TV was the first Uncharted. Wow. Uh, so it all Very ties nice. together. It sure <laughs> does. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, I, Nick, I guess my question for you on this is, 
why did you write this tweet to Brian? <laughs> you know, I, I'm knowing sorry, that you guys you gave me that used TV to be friends. I know. <laughs> that was actually brutal because that was a that was like a relatively big TV, and it was still like tube TVs at the time. Because this was oh, 2008 ish, I think, and he was probably upgrading to a flat screen. But it was it was so heavy. Uh, and he lived on like the top of a hill here in San Francisco. I had to oh, drive to the no. front and get it. Like yeah. getting that TV into my car and then up three <laughs> flights of stairs into my new apartment. Brutal. Oh, that's oh uh, my gosh. I, so, just a side note. But it had back, those sweet seven twenty p. Yeah, tube TV land for a second here. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I once moved a thirty six inch or no thirty two inch tube television. It was a Sony Triton, mm-hmm. and that no, that's thing it took. What I had. It took yeah, me, I had one of those. my brother, and my dad, yep. and it, it basically, it almost claimed all three of our lives, yeah. just yeah. getting it up two flights of stairs into my old apartment. Yep. And then, <laughs> like, it literally, it was so close. Yeah. It was touch and go for a few times there. It's so, uh, yeah, when I bought it's, my first flat screen TV, I had the exact same TV. I think it was 34 inches. And the oof. only reason I replaced it, it worked fine. I gave it to my yeah. parents. The only reason I replaced it is the entertainment center I had it on. The wood was bowing from the weight of this TV. I couldn't like open the drawer where I had all my DVDs and stuff in. Um, and I was like, this, it just weighs too much. Like it's destroying my furniture. I have to, I have to get something new. Um, and yeah, same deal. It took me, my brother, my dad to move that TV and I almost died. I'm pretty sure. Oh my gosh. So, I mean, here's one more aside well, while we're talking about TV because it's just a fun story. Yeah, I, I have one it. too, yeah, so please let's. let's I used to work this. at Best Buy <laughs> yeah. when they still sold tube TVs, but things like DLPs and, and plasmas like were out and they were relatively new. Uh huh. Um, okay. And I would try my hardest to sell those TVs, not just because they were the newest thing, um, and and because like the profits were better on those. And I didn't care about that stuff. Yeah. But the tube TVs are so darn heavy. I didn't want to move them, so I would just try to talk everybody <laughs> out of buying a tube TV. <laughs> Yeah, you know what? That's old. That's old technology. You want one of these new Pioneer Plazas? It's only cost seven thousand yeah. dollars. That's my credit Way card. Come on. Way in the future. So, oh, it's so, so good. I mean, to bring it well, back. Wait, wait, though, wait. To, can I can I share mine? David. Oh yeah, David's TV so, time. So I it. I played video games back before consoles had internet, right? And Halo came out, and it was all the rage, right? And mm. and we uh, TVs at the time were all tube TVs. So if you wanted to play Halo with your buddies, you had to bring your huge tube TV over to your buddy's house. Yes. And and like, so we would have like four TVs that we all brought to this person's house (laughs) all together. I was, I don't know how I did it. I was, I must have been. We were. We were all ripped. real buff back then. I must you have been a strapping ripped. lad. We must have yeah, been strapping lad. Um, so yeah, Halo land parties. Anyway, that that that's that's my story. I just wanted. I to just share. settled for split screen because I'm not crazy. Carry a TV. Oh my gosh! So I mean, to get, to get back though. Yes, yes. You know, so so these guys are getting crazy tweets, and and mm-hmm. I guess I just wanted to to see what you guys thought, like. You know, what Brian's response on Twitter was, you know, with what's happening in the world and today's world, let's be a force for good and respectful of each other and uh, and said thank you. But, yeah, so I, I think I, I like to think that on this show we like to keep things positive. We try not mm-hmm. to get too insane. Right. We get, sometimes get a little insane. I'm insane for but, frames you know, per second, but that's about it. That's it. Right, right. That's yeah, my but hill. like, <laughs> what would you what would you guys say to someone who might care this much about spider-man where they are tempted perhaps to uh to write angry missives possibly threatening people's families mm-hmm. you know over a, a creative decision like what, send what it would you to say? your friends and family first <laughs> oh i like it 
If someone like, emails hey, you back and it's like, you can't, you'll go to jail, man. You can't write that. That's <laughs> pretty good. That's what a psychopath does. Yeah. I, get, hey, free intervention. Like you found out you have a problem. Yeah. You can get some therapy. And be, be fine. And that's, that is a, actually a solid uh, strategy. And maybe, or just maybe if you write something, maybe sleep on it before you send it. Because a, a lot 100%. of times you go back to it and the next morning you're like, oh man. This is something a, a serial the, the, killer yeah, would the write tone to of someone. This is like way different. Yeah, uh, and you know what? I'm going to reword this, and maybe it could be more respectful. And uh, joking, and then maybe joking yeah. aside, Ab and I have done this with each other, like for work. Like sometimes oh. things happen, right? And you got to like explain yeah. what's going on or get someone to understand your page, and like you know, tempers can flare because you're all trying to get the stuff done, and it's maybe two yeah. a.m. and you're really tired. And we've sent each other emails. Hey, can you read this real quick and see? Like, is this overboard? Am I getting my Is point across harsh? or do I, yeah. sound like a, do I sound like a crazy person? I'm like, yeah, maybe tweak this <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. And, and never to the point, right, I don't think either of us have ever written a, a letter saying I'm going to come get you. But um, <laughs> yeah, you should probably have somebody that you could pass things by. Like if you're about to, I don't know, man, I guess if you're in the headspace where you write things like I'm going to come get you, you're probably not going to take responsible actions like <laughs> sending yeah. it to like your sponsor. The, the hard thing is... The hard thing is you have to remind these folks that they're they're talking to people. And I don't know how to yeah. make people remember that they're talking to people and shouldn't be like I so I don't know. I don't know how to say it. Like I for me, empathy it comes very naturally. And I I tend to put myself in other people's shoes and like consider that before I tell people stuff. And I don't know if that's because mm. of my upbringing. I don't know what makes me do that. But it seems I don't know like what makes me such a great. No, that's person. not what I'm saying. Oh. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying I don't. Is it because I'm really handsome no. or really wonderful? Or I, is it no. just because I'm so intelligent? I don't no. know. That's not my point. Maybe it's because of how rich I am. My point is I don't understand. I don't understand where the disconnect is. Like, like when when you when you know no, someone, I, I know and what you're saying. Like. Like, wh- where is the, why can't they put themselves in that person's shoes? And that's, that's the thing that I, if I could yeah. figure that out, I feel like we could fix this problem. I feel like you guys are more eloquent at this than I am. Cause I'm just like, don't be a crazy person. Like yeah. <laughs> it just, it Nick, just seems like a, a, I can't yeah. I mean, imagine the, getting the, on my computer and writing a death threat to somebody. That's the most insane thing I've ever heard yes. of. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of American values we could talk about, which probably skews too close to politics right now, which you probably don't mm-hmm. want on your show at this moment. But mm-hmm. um, maybe I don't I, know. I will maybe it'd be great. <laughs> maybe. Well, what are you voting for? Let's talk Nick, about let's talk about it. Oh, yeah. Let's work it out. Then we'll talk religion for a while. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I think I uh, the um, unfortunately I think though a part of this. Uh, not not blame but like contributing mm-hmm. to the problem at this point though i will lay somewhat at the feet of some some of the studios i hate to say because i think there's become too much of a modern precedent uh which probably started in a major way with like the mass effect 3 ending of like if you complain enough mm. studios will kowtow to the fans and change the game because my my response is just yeah. ignore these people all the time don't engage mm-hmm. don't i mean i didn't see brian's statement but like i i personally would not probably not make a statement in that case for myself but um mm-hmm. i just think like ignoring it because the problem is it goes back to that that uh 
uh, what is that word I used earlier? Entitled. Um, entitled. Thank you. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just that entitlement, and and you you think that your voice can get things done because the, that there's been cases when that you know enough people complain about something and they go back and change the game or whatever. So yeah. I, and I I always I don't approve of that precedent uh, really in yeah. any way. Um, and I think it's happened too many times now where, I mean, it's one thing taking feedback and it's obviously we're living in an age of like the launch of a game is just the beginning of its life cycle. Right. And there's so much Mm -hmm. stuff to do Mm -hmm. and whatever. But, um, so listening to fans is like a slippery slope. Uh, but I, I don't know. I think that's just become part of the problem is you can't sort of set up a culture of like, we, you know, complain loudly enough and we'll change stuff. And then you're just going to get complaints all day about everything. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and if you go, unfortunately, point. if you go look at any any PlayStation tweet, right? Like literally any tweet from, or, or I'm sure Xbox or Nintendo too. Mm-hmm. And you go and look at the replies to it. All the replies are just the thing of the moment. So I guarantee you on that day, it was like, why did you change Peter Parker? So it's people are just going to like be in an uproar about whatever the thing is in response to anything. And that's like the prevailing complaint until you know they move on to the next thing so Hmm. um i don't know i don't love giving those people any sort of a platform at all no that's 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 a it's a really good point i mean think about the uh not that i care about this either but the Zack snyder cut thing right when that got announced my twitter feed was full of people just shouting (laughs) we did it we, right. we got right. them to do what we said <laughs> oh, and it's like oh gosh i hate all of this guys, guys spoiler alert it's still not gonna be good <laughs> it's still not it's still not gonna be great <laughs> although i will say you know if to just to play devil's advocate for a second oh, here we go oh boy sonic <laughs> the, hedgehog, <laughs> the, the sonic the hedgehog movie was probably saved by the sonic redesign which was yeah. in large part due to the fan outrage but uh, on Twitter, saved in what sense? <laughs> like, you mean like I it mean, won it won Best Picture because they changed him, not because they went to the old Sonic. Like <laughs> that that movie has no legacy. No one cares. No one talks no, about no, it. No, it's true. I'm just saying that. Like, I think I think that that movie that Sonic in the original trailer looked uh, mm-hmm. enough like an abomination to where I probably would not have been able to enjoy the movie. <clears throat> I wouldn't have gone and to I see think it. A lot of, he, a lot he of didn't look Sonic nearly fans. close enough to the saucy fan art you've been drawing for the last 20 years. <laughs> exactly. Can you imagine very, that Sonic kissing a human female? No. I have a I, very the new specific one, though, yes. <laughs> version of Sonic in my memory. Right. So, <laughs> I'm going to say so that, that so redesign <laughs> probably was like a net negative. Like I bet they spent more money on that redesign yeah. uh, than they may, than they would have lost yeah. had Sonic looked worse. I don't yeah, think right. 99.9% of the audience cared about what Sonic looked like. Plus all of the artists at the visual effects studio, which no longer exists by the way, because it, w- it went bankrupt because they didn't get paid enough money for this movie. Uh, oh, they all gosh. had to crunch extra hard to get mm. that movie finished so this so. one this one hits close to home for david it really does yeah. hit close to home for me My but yeah, no, no. A mini on this. That, yeah that visual ex, that visual effects studio no longer exists and it made all of those artists crunch before the movie came out to finish those changes there's in. blood on your hands sonic what do you have yeah. to say about that it's true, <laughs> it's true. the thing is at the end of the day who what a movie right so good <laughs> yes i think that's what matters in the Oof. end <laughs> There was one complaint I had about the Sonic movie, and it was just how he looked. And they should have just had so. Jim Carrey play Sonic as well. I would have, I definitely would have seen that movie. Can he just be every character in the movie? The yeah. next one? Yeah. Can he oh, just absolutely. be all of them? Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Jim Carrey, man. Yeah. There's a man who's gone off the deep end. No, but he's back. He came back. Oh, no, he's amazing. 
He's the best. Yeah, he's amazing he's back. now. Yeah, he I did back. see something of him like prepping to play Joe Biden for Saturday Night Live, and yeah, that, I haven't that watched it yet. He's a great Joe Biden. Excited. Yeah. If you haven't seen his show, kidding, I think it's phenomenal and probably like the best work of his career, which is yeah. on Showtime. It's a couple amazing. Seasons now. It's, it's on Showtime. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, incredible. I never even heard of it. Interesting. Yep. Yeah, it's really by Michelle Gondry, who did Eternal Sunshine, The Spotless oh, Mind, Jim Carrey, and other stuff. Big fan. And I think it's like the best thing either of them have done. Eternal Sunshine wow, is one of my fan. two favorite yeah. movies of all time. So there you go. You should yeah. you should watch Kidding. Yeah. Oh, you know what? Um, that uh, gosh. Speaking of Eternal Sunshine, um, <laughs> this is the part the, where we the topic is the gone. Writer, we're gonna talk about the topic. Yeah, yeah, the movie is over. No, but um, but yeah, the what's the writer from Eternal Sunshine? Um, Oh, Charlie, Charlie Kaufman. Kaufman. Yeah. You're talking about Charlie his new Kaufman. film. Yeah, his new movie just hit Netflix. I'm thinking yeah, about it. Yeah, I just I just watched it a few nights ago. Oh, oh yeah, what do you think? Uh, it's okay, a weird. Mind, it's a hard mind. movie to talk about. <laughs> He's like, I want to watch it. Yeah. I watched. I watched. Uh, uh, he because he released his first like fiction book a couple months ago um, okay. called Antkind, and I watched like an hour long Q and A with him about the book. I hadn't read the book, but just about him and his life. And it was really weird, and I realized, sorry, this is a total derail, but I think it's mm-hmm. interesting. Fine. Charlie Kaufman is, like, not a rich man and is constantly scrambling for work, and he's, like, an Oscar-winning screenwriter. He's know, maybe the best-living screenwriter. And, like, he's it's amazing. wild. He asked the person who was interviewing him, he's like, how do you get work? Uh, which is so weird. So considering all that, um, I'm thinking of Ending Things is like a very weird movie, and I'm very surprised that Netflix funded it. I mean, I'm happy, mm. I guess, mm-hmm. but it's a lot weirder <laughs> than you would think it's going to be from the trailer. Oh, wow. Uh, and just not very commercial. And like, um, it's weird that it exists, but I'm yeah, glad it does, like, I guess. I mean, so yeah, like Eternal Sunshine, but also like um, Adaptation is yeah. one of my favorite oh, movies my of gosh, all time. So, so I think I, I'm just such a big Charlie Kaufman fan that mm-hmm. I'm, I'm like, I can't believe he's not fabulously wealthy. He's so I talented. Know. That's weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So weird. maybe, yeah. maybe we'll start a, Here's the plan, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's we the plan? Get, we get... This podcast becomes such a legend that yeah. we yeah. make a feature film about it. Okay. And we play ourselves yeah. in the feature film with screenplay written by Charlie Kaufman. <laughs> and we'll pay him millions of dollars. Oh, it's going to be so meta and we're going to be so weird, but I'm going to be <laughs> all for it. <laughs> no, okay. I... All right. I'm not, a, I'm not an actor, so I can't play myself. So who plays me? Joe no, you, you. No, you... Oh, Jim, Jim Carrey plays Mike. Like Jim Carrey it. plays all but of us. But then Adam and I yeah, both yeah. play ourselves, and but Jim Carrey is Mike inexplicably. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Uh, Mike's the youngest one of, of us all, if you can believe it. <laughs> yeah, that's wild, right? Yeah. I, I should have guessed you, if I hadn't have known what you were turning, I should have guessed your ages because I, w- I would have I would have no idea. I wouldn't have. Oh afraid. well, only only David has given. Would you his have age, guessed like fifty for That's me? That's true. That what it was that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, but I would. Yeah, I would guess you were all uh, well sub forty. Oh, well, God bless you. Well, sub 40. I'll take it. (laughs) Such a handsome response. David is, you know, 40 this very moment. And I will be 40 in like eight months. So I have have, uh, my midlife crisis is in full, full stride. I'm not at my midlife uh, crisis yet. I'm going to wait till I'm 50 (laughs) for that one. 
Well, <laughs> turns out the planet's dying, so we're actually all way past our midlife crisis. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was, yeah. They're all due. You yeah, might as well just go and have it now. Quote unquote midlife crisis at 50. That's when we were like 25. A little cocky. Yeah. That's a little cocky. Yeah. You're, you're, you're claiming 100 on this one. Yeah. I'm, I've done the math. I'm not making it that far. I better have mine a lot sooner. <laughs> hey. Yeah, I've lived in Southern California too long, too much air pollution. Yeah. I'm, I'm out at like 75. Yeah, so so I, just, I want to point this out. Uh, Audio Holiker in our chat said, Okay, maybe it's just me, but it seems like there's no topic on today's podcast. So he just wants to throw another topic into the mix. Have you have we seen Cobra Kai? Yes, I have seen Cobra <laughs> I Kai. I have not. I haven't seen it, but I I worked at a studio that worked on it, so I haven't. So I know it's a little fun. bit about it, but not a lot. I mean, at least I've only Ooh. seen the first season. So let me stop right there. You know, there's two seasons out. Third season's coming out. Um, <laughs> it's it's very it's a very interesting take on that story, and I'm a fan. Okay. I'm sorry nice. that I, I'm sorry that I derailed your podcast. No, it's fun. <laughs> that's okay. No, it's more that's fun right. this way. That's all right. So to wrap it all up, don't be <laughs> a jerk online to Spider-Man people. Yeah. They make they make my precious Spider-Man games, and I need them to keep doing that. So yeah. be nice to them, please. <laughs> <laughs> all right, you guys. That about puts a bow on the old six-year anniversary episode. I feel good. Congrats. I feel good. About it. Sure. So good. You know. You know, Six I feel I'm 40, years. 40, flirty and thriving. Is that? Yeah. Can I, can I reclaim that? <laughs> I guess so. Yeah. I mean, I feel flirted. I felt flirted with the entire oh, show. So yes. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> exactly what I was going for. <laughs> yep. yep. You're not subtle, David. You're not oh. subtle. Oh, I've got to work on that. <laughs> Sorry, guys. No poker face. <laughs> Uh, end of the show plugs for all Nick. Good sir. Would you like to plug anything? Uh, sure. Well, Carto uh, comes out mm-hmm. published by Humble Games, developed by Sunhead Games, and with me as bonus uh, writer guy. Um, coming out on Switch, uh, PS4, Xbox One, Mac, PC, on all the stores and everything on October 27th. Um, ah, very nice. My podcast, uh, Eggplant, The Secret Lies of Games, is at eggplant.show. You can find all the information for that. Uh, I will also briefly promote... Um, so I work part-time for Panic, uh, who published Untitled Goose Game and Firewatch, um, and we signed a new game called Nor, Play With Your Food, which is a weird art food oh, sim about playing with this. beautiful scenes of food. Yeah, it's coming out on PS5. Um, <laughs> so we announced that a couple months ago, uh, and I would just encourage people to go check out that trailer because it's uh, beautiful and something very different. Uh, and uh, because I can do this because it's my show, I can. Yeah. Uh, we're having actually the dev TJ on my, my podcast this week uh, to talk about to him about Nor as well. Uh, nice, he's nice, a great, uh, a great dude, and it's a really interesting game. So um, that's my things. Excellent. Yeah. And I, I can vouch. I can vouch for the quality of, of Nick's podcast. I was listening mm-hmm. to it today, actually Thank you. listening to you guys talk about Spelunky 2, even Ooh. though I've never played it. I did play <laughs> Spelunky 1 quite a bit on the Vita, yeah. um, but I never actually beat it. I was uh, I, I was defeated by Olmec. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, I, I am quite curious to 
to uh, play Spelunky 2 and to hear you guys talk about it at in depth, like the at the level you guys discuss it and you guys know like all the 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 different strategies and you're still and you're discovering all new strategies and it's kind of like that I, water cooler thing, right? Yeah, I mean like, I'll take that as a compliment if you're not even playing it and you're enjoying listening to the show about it. That's, yeah, I'm, for I'll, sure. I'm yeah. Happy with it's, that. Yeah. it's interesting to hear you guys just like oh and this and the first time I figured this out and I was like it it <laughs> it, it got me more excited to play that game. So that's. Uh, but right. yeah, so go check it out, especially if you're a fan of the game. But even if you're just kind of considering playing it, uh, they're doing like a, a what is it, a five episode yeah, five mini series on Sporky Two deep dive on sort of the off weeks of our show. So we, our main show is just like you guys were like we record on Thursdays every other week, uh, and but we're doing this on sort of our off weeks of a five episode stretch deep dive. Um, we did that nice. with the game Noita before, and we'll probably do some more in the future. But uh, it's fun, cool. very cool. Yeah. Very cool. So, um, of course, you can keep up with us at sbfvgs.com. That's where you can find links to the episodes, social media, Twitch channel, merchandise, and more. Of course, uh, we mentioned the Discord. Hop into the Discord, you know? bit.ly slash sbfvgs Yeah, Discord. you'll catch us playing some, uh, what is it called again? Uh, Among Us. Among Us. Yeah. Yeah, hop yeah. into Among Us with us. Yeah. And, um and yeah, and just, you know, shoot the breeze, talk about Star Wars. We and, talk about video and, games all day long. It's, it's, a, <laughs> yeah. it's a delight. Come join us. <laughs> yeah. And of course, um, like we mentioned earlier, if you like what we do and you want to see us doing more of it, the best ways to support the show are A, patreon.com slash sbfvgs, uh, two, twitch.tv slash sbfvgs, or D, leaving a delightful <laughs> iTunes review. A2 so, or D. And, of course, a very special thanks to Eric Kruger for our podcast logo and for his handsome, handsome face. So now we all did. <laughs> all right. So you can follow us on Twitter at SBFVGS Podcast. I am Barry White on there. Mike is Taco Douglas. David is David J. Tate. And Nick is N. Sutner. Thank you. And, uh, yeah. Feel free to send me a PSN friend request if you like. Just add. I'll probably I'll be on there a lot more once I get my sweet, sweet, delicious PS5. Delicious. But uh, for for right now, nice. I'm probably playing stuff on Switch. Do, do you think that they're going to put that Steam. same technology on the PS5 that they do on Switch cartridges and make it absolutely disgusting to lick? I, I think just, I think just would... the whole PS5. Yeah, you yeah the whole thing. PS5. <laughs> what if the whole PS5 was the most delicious thing you'd ever tasted? <laughs> It's <laughs> the opposite. We dare you to try to eat it. It's like, it's oh my gosh. There's like all these videos of people just like salivating over their PS5. Yeah, if you eat it the whole happen. thing in one sitting, you got something. It's like a, it's like a restaurant challenge. <laughs> you got to do it in 30 minutes, though. 30 minutes or less. Oh, it's right? so funny. So. Okay, I love this. <laughs> all right, that's all the time we have for Super Best Friends Video Game Sleepover, episode 158. Thank you so much for listening. We'll be back every two weeks with more fabulous yet humble celebrity guests like Nick here and other talk on gaming. Uh, hit us up with your questions, topics, or musings if you want to be part of the show. Goodbye, everybody. Hey, goodbye. Yay! See you guys. Uh, by the way, I'm gonna I'm gonna just take this opportunity to do this real quick because I'm 40. Oh, for, your, for your for your sponsor. Oh, yeah, 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 but, 
There's always got to be one. 